Thank you so much for listening to The Way We Get By. This episode, I'm very, very excited to talk to uh, my kid's school counselor, actually, at Oak Cliff Elementary in Doraville, Georgia. Her name is Denise Quintana. During school, she's been doing some amazing things, uh, but but here with this this, uh, virus shutting down schools, obviously, um, she's doing some uh, pretty, pretty amazing things. So thank you so much for listening into this conversation. I do want to say just a little technical note. I don't know what happened in my voice in this episode. <laughs> so recorded it and listened back through in my voice. Something is wrong. I think I just flicked one wrong setting. You know, I don't know, just at some point. And uh, I sound really, really bad. And so I'm sorry about that. Hopefully you can, it doesn't, it's not a deal breaker. You can still listen. I don't talk that much, which is great. But yeah, I will make sure that doesn't happen again. But it, uh, I don't really know what's going on. Um, so anyway, so if you can bear with that, thank you so much for listening. And uh, here it is, the interview with Denise Quintana. Well, thank you so much for joining me once again. I'm here with a really, really, really awesome, awesome guest. I'm so excited. Denise Quintana, thank you so much for speaking with me. Um, can you introduce yourself kind of, and your role at Oak Cliff Elementary? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm the counselor at Oak Cliff Elementary. Um, Oak Cliff Elementary is in Doraville, right off of Beaufort Highway. We serve students from pre-K all through um, fifth grade. Uh, It is a really wonderful school. We are truly a diverse population. We serve many different um, students. And one of the unique things that I really appreciate about Oak Cliff, and they're very familiar to me, and that's how I can relate so well to our students, is many of them are first-generation Americans. And they come not only from different countries, but also from different walks of life. So that's what makes Oak Cliff Elementary so special. Um, so I'm their counselor. I'm their only counselor there. So I serve the students not only with their social and emotional needs, but also with anything that the family and the compu- community um, needs to help. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, can you share just so like your normal kind of like a normal maybe time at school. Can you share about some of the things that you do to help meet needs and help serve um, not just the kids, but the families? Uh huh. So one of the things about me and the background about me is I'm actually from Texas. I moved here about three years ago and in moving to Atlanta, I was surprised about the wealth that the city had. I had never seen high rises that way. I'd seen them on TV, but they were make believe to me. Um, being from El Paso, Texas, it's a small town. It's um, I mean, you would consider a poor city considered to Atlanta. So when I moved here, it was like MTV, you know, the big crib homes and what would you, you know, I was just unbelievable. (laughs) So, but moving here, it was truly eye opening to see the difference in neighborhoods, but also on income level. The one thing that I appreciated about El Paso is that majority of the families are at the same income level and cost of living is a lot less. So, for example, you could get a home for ninety thousand. You could be a teacher making about forty-five thousand and support, say, your your wife at, at being a stay-at-home mom, in addition to owning your own home. But coming out here as a counselor, I was shocked because there is nothing around me that's ninety thousand. And if it is ninety thousand, you're going to have to drive really far. Yeah. So I was able to connect um, when I went to Oak Cliff with the community and to find out what is going on, how our family's making it, and the community was very instrumental in helping me understand the community of Doraville. 
and we have a lot of working class individuals. We have a lot of people that um, are in the service industry and they they work in Doraville because that's where a lot of our jobs are and they sacrifice the cost of living so that they can be in an area closer to the work. So one of the things as a counselor is become my mission to help our families, especially that are struggling financially. Because as I said, even as a teacher who is making 40,000, there is a big sacrifice to live in this area compared to if they're making 40,000 in El Paso. So one of the things mm -hmm. I've done is to try to bring as many resources in Oak Cliff Elementary. Um, and what I always try to tell everybody that it's not a charity case, but it's what we're trying to do is bridge relationships and bridge resources that may have just gone wasteful. So we're always also trying to recycle items and also just um, get to know our community. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, we're um, part of the reason, obviously, for this podcast is talking about how things have changed, how lives have changed during mm -hmm. this time of kind of social distancing, people being more off on their own. And a lot of and schools obviously mm -hmm. are closed all over the place. And most people may think that with the school closing that the only thing that really is affected is the child's education. But mm -hmm. can you share how, like, the, just there's such a vast myriad of ways that um, a child and families are affected by these school closings? Right. So when I heard about the virus, in reality, I wasn't really nervous about the virus, but I was more worried about the financial impact that it was going mm. to have on our students' lives and yeah. selfishly how it was going to affect me. How is mm -hmm. it going to affect my house value? How is it going to affect my husband? How is it going to affect my church? Because if you think about my church, are they going to get the donations that they usually rely on? Um, how are my neighbors doing? How's my real estate agent that I used to that I'd known for over three years? How's she going to do with the housing? So yeah. it's it's more than the virus, but it's more about how are we going to maintain financially. And especially for our families who um, are in the service industry, for example, we have families that they clean homes. Well, now that we're on a lockdown, are they able to clean homes? Are they yeah. able to work at a local um, Kroger's like they do or at your fast food industry? And I am very blessed to say that I am getting paid as I'm off working, but there's many individuals that work on an hourly basis mm -hmm. that don't get that luxury. And so that is something that as a counselor, I have had to shift gears and to find resources for our families so they don't have to worry. The other thing that I've noticed as a counselor that many people don't think about is the hoarding situation that is going on at the grocery stores. Many of our families rely on rice and beans and tortillas. That is something they eat on a daily basis. Well, I've seen people buy rice and beans who probably have never cooked rice and beans before <laughs> in their life. But I, they are like, oh, we're going to get that because it doesn't expire. Well, we have to remember that there are families that actually eat rice and beans on a daily basis. So those are some things that as a counselor, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're, mm. let's see if we can find you the necessities that you use on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So it's been really interesting to see our community. What has also been a blessing is that many people who have uncertainty are still trying to give to others. 
Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. know, we have our surrounding communities like in Dunwoody and Brookhaven and, and Shamley have come together and tried to see on how they can best fit um, each other. That's awesome. And so mm-hmm. so we're talking right now. So this is Wednesday. It's the, the 18th. Uh, yeah, that's right. 18th. Mm-hmm. So it's only been really for, for um, in the scheme of how, mm-hmm. how long schools have been closed, it's only been a few days. Right. But on uh-huh. Facebook, I've already seen so much you, what you've mm-hmm. been up to as far as like reaching out to communities, reaching out to families. Can you share about some of the things you've already been involved in in helping? I've noticed um, different meals being given out, breakfast being given out. Can you share about some of those? So I started hit the ground running when it when Friday hit. They said that we weren't going to be able to go back. And one of the reasons that I did that is because I wanted to get ahead of the fear that was going to happen. Because right now people are in the mood to give, but once start things start happening financially, I was worried that people will start to think of themselves because it's just human instinct, right? We start to yeah. think of ourselves and we want to make sure that our family is okay and so I said, well, we need to start getting resources now before it starts impacting everybody. Because right now it's really impacting um, our lower income families that have hourly wages. Yeah. So I was like, well, let's go ahead and hit the ground running, try to get the resources that we can. So on Friday, we were able to get a lot of donations from the community. In addition, I had a lot of donations in my office from the whole year that I've been getting. And so we took out everything. I was able to give our donations to um, some of our staff, our cafeteria staff, because Mm. they were affected, honestly, because a lot of them have second jobs. So we were able to give them food. On Friday, we were able to bag a lot of the donations that we had previously gotten. We reached out to some of the churches. The churches were praying for us and were able to get donations for us also. And... We bagged them, we distributed them through the community. We had a lot of families open their doors. They would put out goods in front of their doorstep and people could come and pick them up so that they were safe and they also the families were safe. We were able to connect with a church member who works at Starbucks who talked to his manager and he asked his manager, hey, you know, we are slowing down in sales. What are we going to do with this food? He said, take it. So for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all the food that hasn't been sold because of sales have gone down. Instead of trashing it, he's come to our Doraville community and dropped them off at the doorstep so that families can get them for breakfast. Yes. That's Um, amazing. It is amazing. Right now, we have a group in Dunwoody that is in Region 1 that has reached out to me and said, hey, what does the Cross Key Feeder need? And I said, they need money. Um, but why we need gift cards. So they were able to raise about $2,000 for us at Oak Cliff, and they were able to sponsor 20 of our families. They're going to send them $100 gift cards. And so we haven't even told them. They're just going to get it in the mail. And so when we just called them and said, hey, just make sure that you don't think it's a scam. It's something for you in the mail, and it's coming from your Region 1 community. And so we are excited that they're getting sent off today. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. This is like a really encouraging, <laughs> these are really encouraging uh, um, news to hear, I think, especially um, during this time where I think, you know, with the social distance, everybody's kind of isolated on their own. And I'm sure, like you said, a lot of people are probably just thinking about their family, themselves. How can we protect ourselves during this? It's neat to see different ways the community is reaching out and and looking out for for those that may have 
greater needs. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's amazing. Are you, is there any, like, is there advice you would give to people who maybe now they're a couple days in, they're realizing that they're okay, they're fine. Um, they're, they're going to weather this okay. But is there advice as far as maybe reaching out to those in the community? Um, any, any helpful, I don't know, ways they could get involved maybe in what you're doing or things that they could do on their own? So one of the things that I, it's been kind of crazy going through this, mm-hmm. but it's really made me step back and see that we're all on the same journey, Tim. We're yeah. all on the same journey of the unknown. And it is very scary. If you look at the definition of fear, what is fear? The anticipation of the unknown. And I don't want us to ta- get taken over by yeah. that by going out there and buying all the rice out of fear, to not spend money because we're out of fear. Remember, we're a community, and we're actually all going through this together. You know, my blessings, when I go out and give the food, I can't expect my blessings to come right there. My blessings will come at a different time. So to have faith in that, to know that we don't have to, to be scared at the moment. The also the other thing that I wanted to mention is that it really bridges us all together. It makes us seem that it really shows us what is community. The other thing that I've actually realized being home with my kids all this time, it made me really think about the definition of home. Mm. I don't know if this oh. is my home anymore. I started to think, what is home? You know where <laughs> home is? Home is with my coworkers. Home is with going to Kroger's and seeing the cashier. Home is with your children, Tim, if you think about it. Yeah. Home is everywhere. And even though I'm home, I'm missing a part of who I am. Huh. I'm missing my office. That is home. So I hope and I can't wait to get back to our daily lives because it's really made me step back and see what I appreciate about who I am and who I've been able to connect with. Wow. I, mm-hmm. I think that is a perfect place to, to leave it. This was, this was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much. Now I will ask one, I guess I will ask one last question. If there mm-hmm. is somebody that um, listened to this and is really encouraged and wants to find a way to help get involved, is there any way they could reach out to you or they could reach out to, I guess, yeah. Is there any way they can get in touch or they can connect with you? Yes. Yeah, so, you, they're always welcome to call me, um, and I don't know if you could put it up or I could just say it. It's My phone number is 915-241-6106. They can obviously call me or text me, or you can Facebook me, whatever it is. Awesome. But one of the things, Tim, is that it's not always about the monetary things that we can give or what we can buy for a family, but just look around your 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 home. Yeah. I, we've always, I always tell people when they want to donate to Oak Cliff, it's not about what you can personally buy. It's about what we already have. Yeah. I, I'm at blame for this. I go in my pantry and I'll buy cranberry granola bars. What was I thinking? Nobody's going <laughs> to eat it. Right? But there are individuals that actually might like it. And I think this is an, a good also learning opportunity for us in the U.S. to see how wasteful we can be and how we tend to do things and buy things that are not necessary. Mm. So I, ta- I challenge people to just walk around their, their own home, look in your kids' drawers, 
Your mm-hmm. kid doesn't wear that anymore. It's a size 10, and your child is now 14. <laughs> Take it, right? Take yep. it and, and say, hey, Miss Quintana at Oak Cliff, do you have a child that wears a size 10? And we can switch. Maybe, Tim, your kids. Can mm-hmm. Maybe my son, if your kids say, I don't, these shoes hurt me, I can ha- give them to my son, DC. Mm-hmm. It's about how we can connect with each other, how we can not just buy things, but let's just share. Let's share with our neighbors. Let's share with um, the individuals around us. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. Uh, well, I guess that's it. I, that is that is a perfect way to end it. Um, I really appreciate you. I know I'm sure you... I almost hesitated to reach out to you because I, I know you have so much going on. So thank you so much for taking your time to, to do this. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it.